out on DVD this week is the latest retelling of the King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table tale, The Kid Who Would Be King. One of the stars of the film is Rebecca Ferguson. She plays the villain Morgana in it. Back in February, I got to sit down with her and chat to her about the film. This is one of my favourite chats ever. We spoke about so many different things in our 10-minute conversation. We spoke about the film, consent, gender equality, raising boys, making movies, working out how she feels about committing to two more Mission Impossible films, and so much more. I know I'm biased, but I really do think this is a chat worth listening to. Hope you enjoy. Rebecca, great to meet you. We were just looking at the poster. We were, because I have my own poster. I come with a poster. Yeah, we were going to say, like, the great thing about making a film is... I I know great thing about... kids who rule. (laughs) Well, it's great to see yourself in a poster. What's it like not being in the poster? I think it's important sometimes to step aside. No, I don't know. It's crap. No, (laughs) I actually think this is the best poster. And I love the the road sign with the guy digging down. My, My thought here is that he's digging down towards Morgana. So See, involved, I yeah. managed to get yeah. myself in there. <laughs> Talking about Morgana, I love that you said, because she's the baddie in the film, yeah. but I love that oh. you said, you know what, I needed to look for her goodness and embrace the goodness. Oh. Why is that so important when people are just going, but she's so bad? Because that's boring. Yeah. That's utterly uninteresting. And I, I think Joe's quite right. He said, I just want to make a villain a villain. Let's not make it all the layers of onion. And I thought, that's so true, but that will happen in the cut. But for me, to make her interesting, it is what made her a villain. And you know what? This poor bloody girl, she is born with magic. By the way, incredible. I'm still waiting for my invitation to Hogwarts. (laughs) I really am. Um, This is not Harry Potter, though. This is better. Um, But then no one accepts her. She's cast out of the castle, out of, you know, any kind of society. Yeah. And she turns into dark magic because who wouldn't? Because it's a little bit more fun. Yeah. And that's where she ends up, you know? It's, it's sad. I feel sorry for her. And then, you know, killing children is not good. I don't support that. I'm so glad. I know, but the world <laughs> is bloody rotten, and she's yeah. right. Yeah, and and that's something that came out of this film as well. You didn't not acknowledge the fact that the world is rotten, Mm -hmm. but you did acknowledge the fact that, you know what, we can say that, we can keep saying the world is rotten, Mm -hmm. or we can do something about it. And not only us, the kids, the new generation, because we have made these. I mean, I didn't make them. (laughs) I made my own 12-year-old who was there. And I sat there going, this is you, love. He's like, Mama, shush. (laughs) And watch, I'm like, no, but you can make a difference. Yeah. And there's so many kids out there, and it sounds so condescending, but there's so many younger people out there who have so many good things to say. And sometimes Mm -hmm. as a society, we go, you should just sit there and let us make the decisions. It's time that things are stuffed anyway. So isn't it time we start doing stuff differently? I also feel like we're in a time, we're not going to go into now because we only have probably six minutes, but we're in a time where MeToo has activated gender equality is on the table, um, power to basically the people, a way with some hierarchy. I mean, the class system is there. It's hard to fight. Um, but in general, just be a bloody lovely person yeah. and, and say no. And, you know, everything is sizzling. I love it. And I talk to my son about it because we talk about women today and girls. I talk about boys as well. I talk about my son and who he, he is. Where is his role, you know? I love that. And I love that you said, say no. No is a sentence in itself. You don't have to explain yourself, do you? That's why I said, I've shown Isaac uh, consent with tea. Have you seen it? Oh, it's, no, there we go. (laughs) It is such a good video. It's basically describing that if you offer tea to someone and they say no, 
it is a no. And they compared it with rape cases, that if you invite them home to your house and they've said yes to tea and you've made the effort, you've brewed the bloody tea, and they say no, that is okay. I love that. And my son watched and said, oh, my God, that's sex. I get it. And I thought, good. Yeah. As part of this role, you needed to transform into Morgana. That was four hours in the makeup chair. Some people can say it's hell, but like I've flown over from Ireland today to do the junket, and one, it's be- to speak to you. I love that. But the other thing is, I love that I get an hour's nap time yeah. on the plane. Mm-hmm. So what? Instead of going, oh, I've got four hours of makeup. What did you do during that makeup time that you don't usually get to do? I never go. Well, <sighs> I know people do, yeah. but it's a part of the job. And for me, it's the trans- transformation. Also, the utter respect to the job that Shannon, the makeup artist, and Connor. The, the visual effect guy and their team is doing. It's absolutely, I mean, I'm literally there watching it, seeing it happen. I play music. I tell them stories. They tell me to shut up. <laughs> um, we dance around sometimes. It's, it becomes a very familiar home environment. Yeah. It's like someone cooking and you're just watching them. Yeah. Um, it's, it's wonderful. Now, I wouldn't enjoy doing it for six months. That would be tedious, but yeah. this was eight days of just beauty. I loved it. You also got to act alongside Patrick Stewart, but you've said some of your favourite moments were in that makeup trailer. What happens in that makeup trailer? <laughs> oh, what happens in the makeup trailer? Stay in the makeup trailer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think the makeup trailer is usually where you meet people for the first time yeah. in any film, and especially if you've been thrown into a film where they are already. A team, like I did, I did Men in Black, and they have already shot. They've done everything. They know each other. They have their rapport, and you kind of have to carefully glide in and find your own space without yeah. tramping any toes. And both me and Patrick kind of came in and, and found each other and had so much fun, and he talked so beautifully about Sonny, his, his wife, and, and her music that I listened to, and I haven't met her yet. Um, oh, really? No. And it just became... We have the same agent as well in America, so we have connecting bits yeah but it's also lovely being on a set and a makeup trailer on a film that you both are loving and the people are wonderful and then the kids run in and someone's having a makeup change and it feels like home and just a big family yeah i've spoken to a lot of actors who say you know between roles they like to take a break so they can shake the character off but not rebecca ferguson (laughs) she decides to work on mission impossible fallout during the week and then shoot this on weekends what is your head like? Like, aren't you an emotional mess? Are you walking around going, who am I today? <laughs> no, oh my God, it sounds so much cooler. I <laughs> wish it was that cool. But the boys went to Norway to shoot some helicopter sequences. So I happened to be off for a bit. Yeah. Um, but we had to time it. It's all scheduling and producers accepting, etc. I really wanted to do it. Joe's team all had to work weekday and weekend to fit me in. So it's the collaboration for everyone is incredible. But I kind of feel like I want to be the person who says I have to shake off a role. Not very hard. I don't feel that the depth of Ilsa Faust has me shaken to the core when I come home. I am bruised sometimes and tired. And I have physios and rollers and I have to do my bloody exercises. Um, Do you do those exercises? Sure. Yeah. Sure, yeah. she says, yeah. shaking her head. <laughs> when no one's there to whip me, yeah. you know, you look at actresses and you say, oh, great shape, or actors, and you think it's because they pay people to do it. People are paid to make them look like that. Yeah. Because I, 
people who work normal work life and they don't have the luxury of getting what we do, that is hard. I would never have done it. Yeah. I have people knocking on my door at six in the morning with my gym shoes. You have no choice. I have no choice. Yeah. But, no, it's fun. It was fun throwing myself into them. I like, I like working. We mentioned Mission Impossible there. Christopher Macquarie has just said there's going to be another two. You did. Yeah, I know you don't know what's going to happen, but when you hear that, what do you think? I'm sure there's excitement, but is there fear and trepidation because you don't know Holy f***. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Um, <laughs> I do. I, and, and, and I called him and, and we spoke a bit and... Basically, I'm writing down a list of things I don't want to do. So he's definitely so going to include that. So he will obviously include that. Yeah. So there will be spiders <laughs> and there will be an elevator. Oh. Elevators in. Or spiders in an elevator. Yeah. Um, no, but I have no idea. I, I, I think... Kind of that. I think <laughs> I'm excited. I couldn't be more excited because I love it. And there's a kind of a love-hate relationship. It's like giving birth. You, what, what comes out is incredible and the process of pregnancy is beautiful and then it's torment and it's tiring and exhausting yeah. and people watch and go, oh, that's cool. And you think, no, that wasn't just cool. That took me four months to learn that little move. I would like you to rewind it <laughs> and watch it in slow motion. That's really what I would love you to do. <laughs> you have so much coming out during the year. I know you've just had costume fittings for June. June. What does it feel like to you to go, oh, my God, we're at the start of a new project? Oh, I love it. It is like opening and starting a new book. You get to bend the page. Someone's going, don't bend the page, but crack the book open, and it's the smell of it. It's exactly the same. It's meeting the art department, makeup, special effects, the trainers, uh, who you'll hate later on. <laughs> I literally got an email today going, here's a regime. Um, it's heaven. It really is heaven. I love, I love this process. And then we go into the new process, which is the acting, which is also lovely. But I, I think this, for me, is the, the top. Do you know what I've loved? I've actually truly loved being in your presence. It's great to be with someone who loves what she does and actually produces this stuff too. So thank you so much. Thank you. This is lovely. Was so refreshing. I wasn't lying when I said to Rebecca Ferguson there that that interview was so refreshing. It was so refreshing because she was just so open and willing to answer all of my questions and give a bit of herself away. And I know that's a really fine line to tread when you're sitting through so many interviews, but because she was willing to make it more interesting, the interview itself became a bit more fun and not the same old, same old. Anyway, The Kid Who Would Be King is out on DVD now. Not a massive fan of the film, but I am a massive fan of Rebecca Ferguson. If you liked what you heard on today's, it was a mini podcast, but if you like that, feel free to rate the podcast or subscribe so you know when the next Bellissimo Files podcast will be appearing in your iTunes feed. Thanks for listening and see you soon.